unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Please welcome Christopher Roush. Hey, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever it is that you're watching this particular broadcast. Hey, it's Christopher Roush, your No Excuses Coach, here back with another edition of Raw and Unscripted with yours truly here to help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on tonight? Tuesday night, 7 p.m. every week, we bring you the Raw and Unscripted show either with myself and a guest or just myself and habit tonight. It's going to be just me. It's just you and me for a very needed conversation about what's going on in the world around us. I'll just be frank. That's what we're going to start off with. It's a much needed conversation that is going on in the world around us, whether you're watching this here in the United States, or if you're watching us from around the world, I know I have people watching from England and India and all over the place. Uh, I'm not going to sit there and mention all the countries, but you guys are watching. And I so appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, What's up, Glenda? Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, so yeah, tonight's broadcast is, is about, um, is about a very timely subject. The other day on Facebook, I put up there because when I'm doing these solo shows, I kind of look for feedback into what's going on in your lives so I can custom make these episodes to serve you so that you get value out of it immediately. If you're, if you're struggling with something in your life, then you can say, if I put that out there, you can say, Hey, Chris, you know, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with that. And I can make a show out of it. And I don't have to mention your name, but it's, it's serving you. And if it, if it's something that needs to serve you, it's going to need to serve other people. So, um, when I did that, What's up, Larry? Good to see you. Good. Hey, Chris, what's going on, man? Good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Check out Chris, man. He's a fellow brother. He's got the rocket marketing brand. Uh, We had a great conversation, but thanks for being here, brother. I really appreciate that. You picked a good night too, because this is going to be a very interesting conversation and it's going to be a very interesting way that I approach it. Um, And I'll get to that for just a second. But um, when I put that out on the Facebook post, I'm like, what kind of show do you guys want to see? Um, some people posted there directly in the comments, but I did have a few people that private messaged me and said, Hey, this is something I'm really struggling with. And I was like, okay, great. Thank you. No problem. Appreciate it. You know, replied back, appreciate it. I was like, okay. Then another person, pretty much the same thing. Then another person, pretty much the same thing. And I was like, okay, Hey, what's up, Cindy? Good to see you. Good to see you, Teresa. Good to see you. Thank you guys for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, and so it's a subject that is on our minds. And it's about understanding other people. And the goal, my goal with this show, again, it's raw and unscripted. I did not plan anything out. This is all coming from my heart and my head designed to just be real with you guys. I mean, that's one thing that's missing out of the world right now is being real. We got people that are acting on emotions. We got people that are reacting. We got people that are um, at the end of the rope with everything that's going on. And it's my goal to be able to take everything that I know in my heart about people and about the world, about what makes us what makes us successful uh, and kind of impart that upon you tonight here in this broadcast. So um, obviously we're talking about politics, we're talking about policies, we're talking about a lot of things that here in the United States are literally dividing our country um, and it's breaking my heart. So it's something that I've had in my mind about doing a show like this. My buddy Scott and I, we do the Friday night shows. We've talked about this as well, um, but again, I'm not the politics guy. I don't want to be the politics guy. I used to be the news and politics guy way back when I used to be a junkie about it. I used to know everything about it. And I got to the point one day and I was like, why am I yelling at the television set? Why? What am I doing? What am I? I'm I'm only hurting myself. 
And it was at that point, it was probably about 10 years ago where I just decided, you know what? I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to sit there and watch the news every night. Oh, I got to see what's going on. I got to see what's going on. Presidential stuff, you know, elections and stuff like that. I got to know, I got to know, I got to know. And I'm not saying not be informed, but the purpose of this show is that we got a lot of people hurting. And if you've been on social media for any length of time, you've seen what's going on. You've seen the divisiveness. You've seen the name calling. You've seen the emotions getting stirred. You've seen the, the right versus wrong, the us versus them type of mentality, even with the face mask, even with other things in general. But right now the world is getting to a boiling point and it's my responsibility. It's my legacy to be a part of the solution. You guys hear me talk about that all the time. How can I be a part of the solution? I could easily, easily get frustrated and upset with the people that I'm frustrated with. I could easily post about it and say, oh, these guys or those guys or you guys, whatever. I could easily do that. And I've been very tempted to do that on occasion because I'm human, just like the rest of you guys. I see things and I get triggered and I want to react and I want to sit there and say, okay, but that's what I'm going to talk about tonight. I'm going to be talking about how we understand other people, how we understand their motivations, how we understand the backlog in their brain, how we understand a little bit more of the psychology that goes into some of the decisions that we make and what also we can do together to not try to throw the baby out with the bathwater. That was another post I did recently. And I asked people, I said, what does this mean to you? Throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, and it really, it really, uh, was intriguing to see the different answers that came back. And, and I threw that up there because at that point I was seeing a lot of posts like, if you don't like who I'm voting for, then delete me. Or if you're voting for that person, delete me. And it was just hard and fast. It was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I was like, why would you do that? You know, I can understand being frustrated. I can understand telling somebody to go fuck themselves and whatever, but over what, you know, over somebody's differing opinion of what it is that you think is right versus what you think is they're wrong. I mean, throwing the baby out with the bathwater, what is that, right? And people are having a tendency to do that because we're all getting at the end of our ups. We've all been locked down. We've all been sequestered. We've you know lost our job, all different things that have gone on in our lives. But what is happening? What is happening? We're projecting out. We're projecting out. We're all angry. We're all frustrated. We're all, we all feel like, People are holding us back or there's something wrong. And it's, and once that thing is fixed, then I will feel better. And so people are reacting versus responding. It's something I talk about in my coaching programs all the time. You know, what happens when we do that? If I attack you, if I sit there and say, you're wrong, and here's the 17 reasons why, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Chances are your fight, your fight or flight mode is going to kick in. And it's either I'm going to fight you or I'm going to run away or I'm going to ignore it, right? So what good comes out of this? This is about relationships. Again, this isn't about politics. It's about relationships. So if I come at you and I say, Hey, you're wrong, or you're stupid for thinking that way, are you going to say, Oh, geez, you know, I'd like to hear more about that. Or are you going to sit there and say, well, you're stupid. You, are, you, 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 you wear a bandana. Okay. You know, whatever it might be, but you see what I'm saying? Then we get triggered into the fight or flight. So then what does that do? This all goes back to when we were kids. This all goes back to the conditioning of what we've done in our entire lives that makes us who we are. And so what I come to you tonight is to share a couple of different thoughts on how we can see things more similarly, how we can have a little bit of forgiveness and empathy in our heart for somebody who maybe has a different opinion for ourselves, how we can, you know, readjust our expectations, how we can, um, really look at examine at our own life at our own core, what's going on and what's causing us to have this divisiveness, what's causing us to have this. I'm just going to throw the baby out with a bathwater. If you don't agree with me, fuck you, get out of my life. I only want to be with people who agree with me. Now just think about that for a second. 
If you had everybody around you, think about all the successful people in the world. If they had only people around them that said, yeah, you're awesome. Yeah, you're awesome. Keep doing that. Yeah, you're awesome. Instead of saying, hey, wait a minute, you're screwing up right over here and here's why. And here, and I say that because I care about you, not because I'm trying to prove you wrong. I say that because I care about you. Could you imagine what the world would be like if we all agreed? Oh, we all should have the same president. Oh, we should all have the same rules about stoplights. Oh, we should all have the same rules about vaccination. Oh, we should all believe in that. No, iron sharpens iron, right? Have you ever heard that phrase? Iron sharpens iron. And what happens is we get into conversations and once upon a time before social media and the keyboard warriors that we have out there, uh, I know many of them. Before that, what do we used to do? We used to have conversations. We would have conversations in person. We would have conversations over holiday dinners or whatever. Hey, what do you think about this initiative? What do you think about that, that proposition? What do you, okay, okay, let me, oh, I see what you're saying, but here's my take, right? Okay, and then, you know, it may, things may get heated. Like, why are you, okay. But then all of a sudden you say, you know what? We're gonna agree to disagree and let's move on because the other 90% of the shit that we talk about and we're involved in is really cool. It's really cool, right? We used to do that. We used to have conversations. You know what? We're obviously at an impasse. So let's just talk about something else and rest it and have respect for each other because each person had an opinion. Each person had a, uh, my phone is ringing. No, I'm not answering it. Uh, can't you see I'm, I'm doing a, I'm doing a Facebook live right now phone. Anyways, um, we used to have those, th that respect. I used to respect people that knew their shit and be like, Oh no, no. But did you forget about this? Did you okay. And I was one of those crazy people say, you know what? I stand corrected. I'm sorry. I had a different perspective on that, but thank you for illuminating that for me. I really appreciate that. Well, where has that gone? Where has that gone? Nobody seems to be open to say, Hey, what is your, what is your opinion on this? What is your perspective on this? Tell me why, where does that come from? Right? What is this? No, we're just labeling people. And that pisses me off. I hate labels. I hate labels, black, white, straight, gay, short, fat, bald, whatever. We're all the same. It's something I do when I stand on stage in front of a bunch of people. I'm like, everybody take a look around the audience. And usually the audience is super diverse. Everybody looks around. I'm like, I'm sure a lot of you see people here that maybe you don't like just based on their appearance, or you have some sort of judgment against them about their appearance. They're bald, they're fat, they're gay, they're straight, they're transgender, they're Republican, they're Democrat. You can't really tell that by looking at somebody, but you see what I'm saying? All these different labels. And so we project out our opinion of those people. Oh, well, they must be one of those. Oh, look at her clothes. Oh, she must be poor. Oh, look at those people. They must be hoity-toity rich and life must be easy. We pass along those assumptions and those judgments that we think are facts, that we think are truth, but they're just an opinion. They're just an opinion. Well, what is that opinion really reflecting? Is that reflecting something on that person outside or is that something reflecting inside? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I invite you when you're projecting out, no matter who it might be, the guy in front of you that just cut in front of you. What is that meaning in your soul? Why are you so pissed off? Why do we get so mad at the person that cuts in front of us? We have no idea who they are. We have no idea what their name is, but we call them all sorts of names because what? They disrupted our expectation of what we wanted to have happen in that moment. They cut in front. Of, they cut in front of me. They took my spot. That is my spot. That's not your fucking spot. That's a, that's a place in the freeway. That's a place in the street, whatever, right? but we project out, we get angry. Somebody infringed upon my space. So now I must be vocal and let them know how they piss me off. What is that really saying about you on the inside? We often don't like in others what we don't like in ourselves. Truth, I'm gonna say that again. We often don't like in others what we don't like in ourselves. So if you find yourself being angry over a situation, 
frustrated over a situation. Oh, I don't like that person. Look inside. And I know that takes balls and I know that takes courage. And I know some people just don't have that because they don't want to accept it. They don't want to look inside. They want to blame. They played the blame game. Oh, I'm going to blame my parents. I'm going to blame teachers. I'm going to blame society. I'm going to blame the government. I'm going to blame, you know, the color red. I'm going to blame what's in aspartame, whatever, right? Instead of taking responsibility, instead of doing the work to try to figure out what is best for us, right? And one thing I want to comment on is that I want you guys to uh, please put your uh, please put your comments in here. And if you have any questions, and I'm, maybe, I'm even going to do something so bold as this. Um, I said I was going to do this, but if there's somebody here who is on the on the on the um, the broadcast tonight? Who is experiencing this right now? Is like really frustrated. Actually, it was funny because this is how much I don't know about politics. I did not realize that the debates are on right now. So probably why some people aren't watching this, but they're going to watch after, and hopefully, will help them a little bit. So um, if you have uh, if you have any questions or if you have any comments, please uh, put them over here um, because I want to engage with you guys. This is just me right now, going from my heart, going from my gut and trying to make a difference. And if I just capture one of you and I just get your perspective to shift just a little bit, just a little bit, if you take anything I say tonight, which I don't know what I'm gonna say, if you take anything I'm gonna say tonight and just apply it to yourself, then maybe, just maybe, you can go help somebody else. And that person can go help somebody else. And we can we can stop some of this stuff that's going on because ultimately no one wins. And I think that's what we're trying to get to. We're trying to figure out who's right and who's wrong, right? Okay. If you're a Democrat, you're wrong. If you're a Republican, you're wrong. If you think masks are great, you're wrong. If you, if you, if you vaccines wrong, right, wrong, right. Maybe there's no wrong or right. Have you ever thought about that? Right. Why is that happening right now? Why are we so glued to being right and proving our right? And if you think I'm wrong, then you're an asshole. What is that? What would you teach your kids? If somebody tells you you're wrong, tell them they're an asshole. Is that really what you would do? Or would you tell your kid, if somebody tells you you're wrong, say, Hey, listen, you know, I appreciate you pointing that out. Let me know. What, what is it? Why am I wrong? Let's talk about this. Let's have a discussion, not over keyboards, not over texting, none of that shit, having a face-to-face conversation. I'm going to drop a little nugget for you guys. Communication, the, the essence of communication, 85% is body language, tonality, facial expression, everything is tonality. So if you got, if you're having a conversation with somebody about something serious and it's over a fucking keyboard, I'm going to give you a label. Don't do that. I was going to say something different. Um, don't do that. If it's something that's important, pick up the phone, take that phone that you're using and hit speed dial and say, Hey, listen, you know what? I care enough about you and our relationship to have a conversation and let's have that. You know, I know we're going to disagree, but the ultimate goal out of this conversation is that we, we understand each other better. We have empathy and respect for where it is that we're at. We may not agree, but there's no reason for us to get violent or get hostile or get angry or resentful or vengeful or anything that's not going to be a part of the solution. You guys have heard me talk about this all the time. Be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. Now, is it being a part of the solution to tell people to go fuck themselves because they have a different opinion? No, that's not. That's not. That's a scarcity mindset. That's a fear mindset. That is, uh, 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 that is, uh, that is not a proper mindset. There's lots of other adjectives that come to my mind. Um, so yeah, what are you going to do? You know, when you think about that, when you put labels on somebody and you make them feel bad, how do you feel? You get you, you oh this that and this the other. Uh, uh, uh. And half of it or three quarters of it, it's probably opinion or speculation or assumption. So as communicators, if you're having a conversation with somebody and they say, oh, this, this, and that, okay, 
we're in a, we're in a, we're in a world now that I'm just going to be completely honest with you. The truth and the facts, I do not know what those are. I'm going to say that again. This is my own personal perspective. When people said that's the truth or that's the fact, I personally coming from where I used to be and what I used to understand was the truth and where you could get the facts. I do not know where that really exists anymore. I don't know what news agency. I don't know what newspaper. I don't know what magazine. I don't know what writer. I do not know who has the real facts. Sure, you can you can put sound bites together. You can put all sorts of shit together to make things look like the fact. We live in a technological age more than ever. They can you could you could you could put videos together seamlessly that makes it look like somebody's doing something stupid or saying something stupid or whatever, right? So really, what is the truth and what is the facts? Oh, I think this new news agency is the is the truth. No, I think this news agency is the truth. No. How about they're both fucked up? How about there's a lot of shit going on and perhaps perhaps that it's designed to have a certain outcome or a consequence. How about that? How about you ever thought about being manipulated or played, right? Right? Now I invite you. Um, thank you, Pam. I appreciate that. Um, well, Teresa says, I'm going through hell at the moment from someone who's saying they care. Yeah. Um, I Tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. You know, this is a conversation. Um, yeah, I, I, same thing, Teresa. I don't hate anyone. I actually stopped using the word hate. Like I used to say, I hate you too. And I was like, hate's a strong word. Think about the words that we use. I don't hate you too. I don't particularly care for you too. Their music's cool. I'm glad that they're successful. I'm glad that they have humanitarian stuff, but I don't really don't listen to them. That's a much different way of saying something that I say, I hate you too, or I hate broccoli, or I hate traffic lights. I hate trains. Think about how many times you say that in a day versus how much you say, I love that I get to drive my car with the windows down and the radio blasting. I love the fact that I can go into my shower and turn hot water on and get there and get a nice soak and feel really good about myself. I love the fact. I love, I love. But what do we do? Our focus. Where is our focus at? Lack, scarcity, what I don't have, right? Oh, I want this and I want this and this should be given to me and da, da, da. So if you're walking around with a scarcity mindset and an anger mindset and a blame mindset and a, and a label mindset, you're probably a miserable person. I'm just going to be honest with you. You're probably a miserable person. If you, if you can't find more things to love than you can find things to be bitching about, then you probably need to go look in the accountability mirror and say, Hey, listen, why are you so upset? What choices are you making? I'm not talking you like in the mirror. What choices are you making? Are you making choices that are making you happy? Or are you sitting there being miserable because you're afraid and scared that if you go do something, you might fail or make a mistake, right? This is not about politics. This is not about the news. This is not about anything else. This is about what goes on inside of us. And that's where it starts. That's where the solution starts is in with inside of us, not externally, not waiting for somebody to save us or waiting for something to pass or waiting for this or who's going to do this. Everything starts within us, right? That's why I call it unstoppable. That's why I call it responsibility. You have to do that. What's up, Monica? What's up, Teresa? Um, yeah, uh, I love the fact of the freedom in my mind, right? You know, we have the power of choice. Uh, Monica says, uh, what we focus on is what we get. Right. I choose to focus on that life is really beautiful. And probably about three times a day, I say what I'm grateful for, whether I'm hanging upside down, doing my stretches, or I'm doing my, my exercises, or I'm driving in the car. I'm like, I'm really grateful right now that I have a nice car that has Sirius XM. I'm really grateful right now that the freeway isn't blocked. I'm constantly in gratitude. And guess what? My life is really amazing. 
It really is. I have an amazing family. I have amazing friends. I have amazing opportunities. I have you guys here with me Tuesday nights at seven o'clock. Life is amazing. Sure. I could easily list 20 things that piss me off and that I'm frustrated with, but what is that going to get me? What is that going to get me? That might make me feel better. Cause I can, I can sit there and push off some of the responsibility and say, Oh, it's not me. And I think that's what people are doing. They're saying, Oh, I don't need to take responsibility that I need to do this. I'll just, it's, it's their fault. So once they fix it, then I can do better. It's a load of shit. What's up, Ellie? Good to see you. Uh, you're awesome. Kick-ass, Chris. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate you guys being here because I have a lot of my mind and a lot of my heart, as you can tell. Um, yes, we already know the answers. We just have to remember, LOL, or to continue to awaken. Yes. Yes, we do. Thank you so much, Monica. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, so what is it that you're focusing on? Are you one of those people that's frustrated and lashing out and feeling like a victim or feeling like you're, you know, that you have to, you have to be right. You know, that's what, that's half the problem that's going on is that you, when you think about the five people you're around the most, are those people sitting there saying, yeah, stick with this side, stick with this belief and screw all those other people. Or are you hanging around people that say like me, like, Hey, you know what? Maybe that person's right. Maybe part of what that, that candidate's about is right. Maybe a, what a part of that philosophy is right. Maybe that work procedure is right. Whatever it is that you're disagreeing with and you're blaming for whatever it is that you're miserable about, right? It takes that responsibility to come inside and go, hey, listen, I am ultimately responsible for my choices and my actions, you know, risk, reward, consequence, whatever it might be. You have to take responsibility for that. You can't put that on other people and you necessarily can't blame or throw the baby out of the bathwater just because somebody has a different opinion than you. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. Um, you have to ask yourself, is this getting me anywhere? Is, 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 is being a keyboard warrior and saying, oh, this is right and this is right, or sending a bunch of videos via private messenger, that's rude. You know, I have, I have received, I don't know, a hundred? I probably received a hundred from both sides, left, right, different things, masks, all sorts of stuff. And for the most part, for a while, I was watching all of them because I'm one of those crazy guys that says, okay, let me understand what they're thinking. Let me understand what they're seeing. Oh, wow. Wow. I guess if I watch that and I want, I want to pose this to you guys, you know, whether you're, wherever you're at in life, you know, obviously the, the heated situation is the politics right now, but wherever you're at, you have to sit there and really consider, um, where that's going to get you, you know, especially if you don't consider what it is that, that person sees. So I was actually going to put a Facebook a Facebook challenge out to people and say, hey, for one week, for one week, you watch, you can watch your news, but you have to watch the other news, right? Go watch the other news for a week and just keep an open mind because I've done that. I've watched opposing news stories and I'm like, wow, if I watch this for as much as I watch the other one, then I might have similar beliefs as those people or as my friends do with differing opinions, however you want to say it. So would you do that? If you're, if you're deep into the political stuff and you have a, you have a very firm answer, would you be willing to go watch the other news agency for a week? Would you, I want to see you guys, would you guys do it? I would. Yeah. Because again, it's all about what we focus on. It's all about what we put in our brain. So we watch all this stuff. And then who do we do? We go to find the people that agree with us. Oh, did you see this? Did you see this? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's called gathering the wagons. Oh, I'm part of a tribe. I'm part of a gang. People accept me because I have the same beliefs as them. That's why gangs are popular because at home, nobody agrees with them and it's shit at home. So these kids go out to gangs because they say, Hey, yeah, you're just like us. Come along. That's what, I mean, that's what it is. Um, so 
And I've seen, I've seen some pretty hurtful things being said by a lot of people that I respect and it bothers me. And at one point I was like, literally like this going to snap. And that's why I put that Facebook post up not too long ago. I'm like, have you ever, have you ever created a post and then said, nah, that'll start too much shit. Yeah, I've done that. I've literally done that. So my goal is to always be a part of the solution. What's up, Chris? What are you saying? Uh, it's all about having and keeping a positive mental attitude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, what's up, uh, Teresa? What do you got to say? Uh, we are responsible for our own attitudes and destiny. It's hard to stay positive, but we have to work to talk kindly to ourselves instead of listening to ourselves and tear us, tear us down. Absolutely. Ellie says, I am super, super grateful. We have positive people in this chat room. So thank you all. Yes. Yes. Right. That's the amazing focus that we can have. Larry says, uh, Larry says, I'm focusing on helping people grow and achieve goals. Yes. And I'm not telling you not to have opinions. I'm not telling you to have candidates that you like and policies that you like and things that you're going to vote for. I love that. Yes. I love that. That's what, that's what a democracy is about. That's what the United States is, is about. And what I'm seeing right now, and it's a blended mix of a lot of different things, but a lot of it has to do with what's going on in our hearts and our, in our own lives. And we're looking for some sort of external solution or validation. Oh, once that guy's gone or once she's gone or once that's gone, we do it at work too. Oh, if my boss wasn't here, I'd be so much happier. And then you get a new boss and you're just as fucking miserable. But maybe that person's worse, but it's what's going on in here. If you're staying at a job that you're miserable at, you have nobody to blame, but yourself. If you're in a final financial situation that you're not happy with, guess what? You need to look at yourself. And I'm not saying that it's not, it's, it's not your, it's your fault that you got fired yesterday and you have no money. I'm not saying that by any means, but what I'm saying is that you, if you got yourself in a situation, then perhaps you need to take responsibility and say, Hey, you know what? I probably should have read some books on finance. I probably should have socked some more money away. I probably should have, you know, gone to school, whatever it might be. You can play the shoulda, coulda, woulda game. But now the point is that you're in a position. We're all in a position. We're in a position of reset. You know, the COVID has really just put a, a, a whammy on the entire world for us all to go back to our rooms and sit there and consider what it is that we're doing and what it is that we can do to be responsible for our own future. That's what I'm encouraging guys to do. That's what I'm encouraging guys to do. I'm encouraging you guys to look at, at people with empathy, right? Well, I was just telling somebody the other day, they were like, they were mad at a person in their life. And I said, okay, I get that. I get it. I get it. I totally understand. I was angry and resentful at my mom for a long, long time, for a long time. And then one day I was like, okay, how can I shift my perspective about my mom? She made horrible decisions that personally impacted me to the point of being deadly. I mean, I was put in some really rough situations as a kid, uh, both by her and by people that were around us. And I was very res resentful and, and angry and like, why wasn't I more important? And that, that became a victim mindset of mine. So I went out and started lashing out at everybody else thinking and treating them like my mom. Oh, you're going to, oh, I'm inferring that you're treating me like my mom. So I'm going to treat you like a bitch or a dick, right? You see what I'm saying? So what I did was like, okay, how can I understand her better? And I'm like, okay. And I want you guys to really embrace this. If you're upset with somebody, then perhaps just consider what it must be like to be them. What has their life been like? What was their childhood like? Maybe let's just, just for the sake, and I hate even saying it, but let's just for the sake of the politics thing, let's just say you grew up in a hugely Republican household or a hugely Democratic household where they were just like, oh, they're evil, they're bad, blah, 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 blah. And you grew up in that grew up hearing it over and over and over again. And you respect your mom and your dad and your uncle and your aunt and all the family that comes over. And that's just the way you grew up. 
And so that was, it's, that's basically, you have this bias, right? We have biases all about things like my mom used Tide, so I'm going to use Tide. I mean, think about how many things you do from childhood that still stick with you today because that was part of the programming that you went through as a kid. I have a perfect example. It's fucking crazy. When I, when I grew up, all the, the only motor oil I would use was Castrol GTX. Castrol GTX. My mom hated Pennzoil. So Pennzoil, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what the fucking difference is, but guess what? As an adult, I was like, oh, Castrol. I have to buy Castrol. Pennzoil's right though. Pennzoil's bad. Without even questioning it, without even doing anything. It was just like this thing. Like some people use this baking product or whatever. Think about the things that you do. But again, going back to that, what, what was it like for that person? What situations did they go through? Were they bullied a lot? Were they bullied by the man? Were they bullied by somebody who they thought was inept? Did they, did they, were they bullied by somebody who didn't have all the answers? Did they bullied by somebody who was uh, a horrible person? Maybe they were bullied by a bunch of people. Maybe they're bullied by a horrible person. Then they got married to a horrible person and then they work for a horrible person. So then they see a horrible person somewhere and they identify that person as a horrible person rather than understanding where they're coming from. The pain that they might have in their heart, the regret they have in their, their heart. You know, if we considered that, you know, when people are angry and they're lashing out and they're call, they're saying names, they're in that fight or flight mode. And there's a lot of pain that's going on in there. There's a lot of, um, yeah, just a lot of internal struggles that are going on based not on that particular situation alone, but over a lifetime of little pieces of straw. You heard the straw that broke the camel's back. The straw, the last straw didn't break the camel's back. It was all the straws, all the straws. So if you take somebody who's 30 years old, you have 30 years of programming. You have 30 years of opinions. And generally what we do is we get our opinion handed down to us from our parents. And then we go out to the world and go, oh, okay. Right. And we sit there and we figure that out. Um, I just want to make sure I don't miss any, uh, I don't miss any of the comments and everything. Uh, thank you guys again for, for chiming. And I really appreciate this. Uh, uh, Pamela says, uh, seeing people as fellow humans with their own struggles. Yes. Yes. And I almost got caught up in that. I was like, I saw a lot of people and I will say a lot who I really respect and I admire. And I think are awesome people say some really stupid stuff on Facebook. And I was like, not once, but a few times. And I'm like, it feels like they're saying it to me. So when I want you to think about that, that's the emotion. Like I'm like, you're, you're telling me that because I have this opinion that I'm that person. And that is not what I'm about. And that usually when I was younger would piss me off really bad because I hate being misunderstood. I hate being categorized. I obviously I'm the raw and unscripted guy with the fucking bandana on here coming to you talking from my heart. Um, I'm different. And so when I saw that, I was like, so you're essentially calling me that. Okay. Guess what? Fight or flight kicks in. No, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to have an emotional outbreak, whatever it might be. But my point is this, we have to understand and empathize with one another. And part of that starts with forgiveness and empathy, right? Understand that people are struggling. They're having a problem. They may have somebody in their house who is, is stirring them up. You know, I live in a house with that's, that's got some very passionate women living in there here at my house right now. Um, and so I hear a lot of it and I have to develop buffers and I have to develop filters to be able to listen and understand and empathize, but at the same time, formulate my own values and my own opinions. But I don't come at it from an angry standpoint. I've got seek first to understand Stephen Covey. It's probably one of the greatest relationship advices that I could give you guys is seek first to understand then to be understood. So often we're taught I need to say my stuff. I need to prove that I'm right. I need to, I need to validate myself. And that all comes again from childhood. 
You know, when we were right and we did good, we got praise. When we were wrong or we did bad, we got punished. And that continues to this day. As long as I'm right, as long as I, I'm not bad, then I'm good. And that comes from a self-confidence, a self-worth situation. I have talked to hundreds of people in the last six months, literally hundreds of people. And when I ask them the question, like, do you love yourself? I would have to say 70 to 80% of the people either had to think about it or said no pretty quickly. 70 to 80% of the people that I talked to who would appear to be sex, successful, sexful, uh, would appear to be su successful. I've had a hard time talking lately. Um, you know, but yet they don't love themselves or they feel inferior or they feel like they're a failure. Or they feel like they haven't measured up in other people's eyes or their eyes. You know, people are out there hurting for a lot of different reasons. So when you seek first to understand and say, Hey, let me understand where this is coming from. Even pick somebody, you know, we have the go love now challenge from Scott Goyette who sat there and said, you know what, let's do this. Let's find somebody with a different opinion than ours and go out there and say, Hey, listen, I understand that we have different opinions about abortion, whatever. I'm, I'm sick of talking about politics. I fucking hate it. Um, let's talk about this. You know, I know you have a difference of opinion on this. I know you, you believe this. However, we differ, but I still think you're a great father, a great humanitarian. And I love your post. You're usually, you know, da, da, da. Find what to say good about that person, because maybe that person hasn't heard anything good in a long time. And just coming from it, from a, from an authentic standpoint, that's what the go love now challenge is, is like, find somebody. I have three or four people. I haven't done it yet because I have three or four people that I'm probably going to do all three or four people, but I'm just being very careful on how I say it because I don't want to come across as like, um, like starting something in a way. And I could see that the way I am and the way I write sometimes could come off like that. But how about picking somebody and just saying, Hey, listen, we, we, we disagree. And I want to do a FaceTime with you. I've never met you. I've only seen you, your name on the thing. I want to have a conversation with you for 20 minutes. And I just want to understand you a little bit better. Where is that coming from? And I bet you, I will bet you dollars to donuts. You're going to find out something that else is going on in their life. That's causing that, that reaction again, respond, react. When people react, they're from an emotional state. They're not thinking about what's going on. They're just saying, okay, I've got this thing going on. I have to fix it or I have to figure it out or, or react to it. And just like with my son right now, I'm teaching him three and a half years old. I'm like, when he gets frustrated and throws his toy, I'm like, Hey, listen, let's take a breath. Let's take a beat. Am I taking this personal? Like when I saw those Facebook posts, I'm like, Ooh, really? You're going to really, you know, inside Chris, old school, Chris was like, uh, uh, that's your, those are fighting words. Right. Um, and I know a lot of you guys are feeling that way. That's why I'm doing this broadcast right now is because we have to seek first to understand we have to, we have to, we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater just because somebody has a different opinion than ours doesn't mean they're bad people. You know, I've, I've talked to a, a few people recently who've been going through this and I'm like, you know, you just told that person to go fuck themselves because they have a different opinion, right? Yes or no. Yes. Okay. Do you know what that person does 99% of the other time in their life? No. Do you know that they're a humanitarian, that they actually give thousands of dollars away to charities across the world to feed hungry children? Well, I didn't know that. Did you know that they worked two jobs when they were younger to put their kids through a nicer school in a different neighborhood so that they could have a better education? No. Did you know that that, that person lost their spouse, you know, six years ago and have been raising their kids by themselves? No. Did you know that person just got their car stolen? No. Okay. But you're going to come out. Really? Come on. We got to be better humans than that. We're all the same. No matter what you say, whatever label you want to put on it. And I've done this exercise in front of an audience. Again, I'm like, look around. We're all the same. Split us down the middle, peel us back. No matter where you're from, who you are, what your religious beliefs are, sexual orientation, whatever it is, we're all the same. 
And I haven't done the study on this, but I would be really keen to understand out of all the emergency operations done across the world, how many people who are, you know, self-admitted racist or whatever label you want to put on it, how many people after they got out of surgery went, Hey, what was the color of the person's skin of the blood I got? Do you think anybody's really done that? Or if somebody's gone into before surgery, like, Hey, make sure you don't give me a white person's blood or make sure you don't give me a Hispanic's blood or make sure you don't give me an Asian's blood. Make sure I only get white people's blood or whatever. Have you ever thought that people do that yet? They're going to be racist just because of the color of their skin or the way they look or the way they sound or the way they talk. Yeah. Again, we're trying to find differences instead of similarities. And I invite you through this broadcast tonight to really find our similarities. Yes, there could be one component that could be very powerful that we don't agree on, but that doesn't make the whole person bad. And just because we screwed up once in our life doesn't make us bad either. You know, I said it before, forgiveness, forgiveness, right? Forgive yourself if you've done stupid things. Forgive yourself if you didn't know any better. Forgive yourself if you made a mistake 20 years ago that you're scared shitless of making again. If you learned from it, it wasn't a mistake. It was a learning opportunity. I've worked with people who have gone for 30 or 40 years of their life beating themselves up over something they did in high school. Oh my God, I did this. Listen, guys, I've done a lot of stupid shit in my life that I'm not proud of. I have hurt people. Um, I have, I've just, I've not done things that I'm super proud of. Not bad stuff. I haven't killed anybody that I know of. Um, not yet. No, but you know, forgiveness. We've all been through a lot of stuff. We take it upon ourselves. Oh, you know, I could have been a better parent or I could have been this or have forgiveness. Did you do what you could do in the moment with what you had? Yes. And that's why I look at my mom again, going back to that forgiveness part, I could easily be walking through life going, okay, I'm just not going to trust anybody and I have to protect myself and nobody's going to hurt me again. Nobody's going to direct my life and da, 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 da. I'm not going to let anybody in that close, but yet that person's all alone and not enjoying life. They're existing life, but they're not living life. So if you're walking around trying to be protected, like nobody's going to hurt you, then guess what? Nobody's going to get to love you either. And that starts from within. If you don't love yourself from within, why would anybody else want to love you? And that is a huge problem in this world right now. People are seeking external validation to make themselves feel better. And that's what's going on with these conversations. Oh, if I latch on to the winner, then I'm a winner. And then I feel like a winner. Or if I latch on to this and that person's doing that to all these people, then I feel like I get to do that to those people too. It's a, it's a symbiotic way of saying, I'm going to stick it to the man or I'm going to stick it to this, whatever it might be. But again, it starts within us. It starts within us and it starts with not reacting. It starts with seeking external uh, information to make a better judgment about something. Like when I see people that are going crazy on the driving on the freeway. Now I, I, I used to be like, what's that fucker doing? Why are they doing that? Da, da, da. Now, and this is the God's honest truth. I want you to try that. The next time you're frustrated driving, you're like, why is that person being an asshole? Why did that person just cut in front of me? Why is that person zigzagging? We immediately go into they're selfish, they're assholes. They don't care. They don't have courtesy. They're not using their turn signals. We all do it. But again, I'm inviting you. I'm inviting you to perspective. How about maybe that person just got a phone call saying their wife has got been in a, in a horrible accident and they're trying to get to the fucking hospital before they go in for surgery. Maybe it's that dad who promised his daughter he would be there on time and he's going to be five minutes late. And if he doesn't hustle, he's going to be 10 minutes late. What if that person has to take a shit and is about to ruin his entire interior of his car because he had too much chili for lunch? I don't know. But do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? If you're going to sit there in your car, you can either sit there in your car, be all pissed off that somebody wronged you because that's what we feel, right? 
or we feel like they should be doing it right or our way. We're putting our expectations on somebody else that we don't even know that we're never going to meet, that we're never going to talk to. We're, you should be using your turn signal. You should be using proper lane changing techniques. You should not be rushing. My thing is I'm like, hey, asshole, don't you see there's like 7 million cars in front of you? You're not going to get there any faster. That's been always my thing. I just kind of chuckle, especially when I pass by them seven or eight times. But again, shifting that perspective from anger and hate and frustration to, man, I hope they're okay. I hope everything's going to be all right. I, perhaps they need, whatever they need to do, they need to go do. It doesn't bother me. It's not making me any later for anything, but see how we take that shit personal. That's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to find and articulate the special words that is going to hit each of you. Um, not saying that you guys are the, that that situation, but whoever's watching this uh, on the replay, my goal is that if there's if there's a couple people that kind of walk away and go, you know what, I have been being kind of a dick. You know, I have been kind of, you know, what? I'm not going to do that anymore. You know, maybe I'm going to have a conversation. Maybe I'm going to, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to do a, a Facebook live myself and sit there and say, Hey, I'm going to invite anybody with a, with a, with a different opinion than mine. And we're just going to have a conversation. You could do a closed group, whatever, but again, seeking to be a part of the solution and not part of the problem. That's what we have to do. And it starts within us. Let me just check and see what kind of, uh, let me see what kind of, uh, questions or things we got here. Um, Nick, <laughs> I want to chat again. I want to chat again. I charge $500 an hour. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not that much. Uh, me too. Uh, Ellie says, that's why we need to stop judging. Never judge a book by its cover. Oh my God, Ellie boy. Can I tell you guys stories? I used to have long hair, really long hair. I look like a, I look like a, I would, I, I got called Manson for a long time. I look like Charles Manson. I've been called Jesus Christ. That's a funny story, but I had long hair and I got harassed by the cops. I got, I got judged by people. I couldn't get jobs. Um, yeah, because everybody was judging the book by its cover. I'm like, actually, I'm a really smart, articulate person. I just happen to look like I belong in Guns N' Roses. Okay, whatever. So yeah, not judging a book by its cover is massive. Not judging a, not judging a book by one page is even something, right? If we just take one excerpt out of somebody's life and go, oh, they're a dick. Okay. I've worked with people who I thought were complete assholes. And until I sought first to understand that's when the magic happened. I used to work with this lady. I, I thought she was just a bitch. I was just like, God, nothing I could do to make her, make her happy. And here's the crazy thing about it. I was getting mad. And then one day we, she was on another side of a cubicle from mine and she's like, Hey, Chris, you know, she asked me a question and I told her the answer and she got frustrated. And I was like, what? And so I walked around the cubicle. I said, what's frustrating you? She goes, I'm a visual person. So when you ramble numbers off real quick, it kind of boggles my mind. It's, moving forward, can you just show me what, where you're getting the numbers at so I can see it and I can understand it? And I was like, sure. I said, I wish you would have told me this before because I'm, I'm an auditory person. I hear things and I'm just able to articulate the information. You can figure it out for yourself. I mean, do you use a map that shows you from point A to point B or are you the person that likes take a left here, take a right here, take a left here? So I learned about the different types, learning types. It's uh, audio, visual, or kinesthetic. Now I was a very audio type person. And so when I would have to work with a kinesthetic person, a kinesthetic person is somebody that you would sit there and say a bunch of stuff to, and they would go. That's interesting. Where me, as you can see, I'll be like, answer. And they're like, I'm like, come on, give me the fucking answer. What's the problem? What's the problem? Come on. Can't you make a decision? Well, it wasn't until I learned that there's different learning types. I was like, okay. Here I was having this, this assumption 
of this person being not so nice. But it was just all about the way I was articulating the information and giving it to them. Once I started realizing they were a visual person and going over, hey, Sharon, can I show you something? Here's something I'm working on right now. Can I get your opinion? Boom. The doors opened up. The doors opened up just by seeking first to understand. I could tell you so many stories about my own situations where I've done that and situations where I've helped coaching clients go through that. And they just come back and like, oh my God, Chris, I feel like such a dick. I thought that person was this. I didn't realize that their son's been on their third cancer treatment and their husband left them and this and that and this and that. Now I'm going to go over and help them and I'm going to bring them clothes and go help them. That can happen that fast. It really can. It really, really can. Um, so thank you. Uh, uh, listen, uh, thank you so much. I really, I mean, honestly, I mad respect. Thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, even Chris says there are two rock star. Yes. You have to love yourself. Um, Teresa says I actually posted on something on Facebook about that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, never judge anyone by the way they look. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on. I can't remember the movie, but get, this, I love the movie. Get to know the crust of a motherfucker. Can't remember what it is. Chris, do you remember? I think you're a movie guy. Um, yeah, I gotta love the crust of a motherfucker. I think Chris Rock said it in a in a stand-up, but there was a, some movie about that um as well. Ellie says it's like the stereotype blondes versus brunettes. We're all unique individuals. Absolutely. I mean, it really, yeah, it, it's it's um it really is about that. Uh sorry, I was like something popped into my head and I was thinking I was trying to think if it actually had any um impact or plausibility here. So what have we been doing? We're going for 45 minutes. Um, what's interesting is I, I thought I had a few people that were, uh, they wanted to come on and uh, they're not here. I'm just going back through the list. Um, so that's cool. That's cool. I mean, coming on air and talking about why you're mad and upset and frustrated is, is kind of a freaky thing. So no offense, no harm. Um, yeah. Scott just says, keep spreading love. When'd you get here, Scott? Did you hear me talking about you? I don't know. I don't know how long you've been watching or listening, but uh, yeah, I talked about you in detail. No, let's talk about the go love now challenge. Um, yes. Life is so precious. You never know what happens. Absolutely. I mean, again, um, focus on what it is that you want. Focus, focus on what it is that you want to be remembered for. Another thing, if you're walking around so angry and so frustrated and so miserable and you have family, you have kids, you know, say you have young kids that is bleeding into them that anger and that animosity and everything. How do you think that's going to impact them in their life? I just went out on a date night with my wife on Saturday and we had a very serious conversation. I said, listen, I know you're very passionate about what's going on. I love that about you. I'm, 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 I'm madly respectful that anybody has passion and, and, and conviction about what it is that they're going for. No matter what opinion you have, I think it's awesome because some people don't. Um, but I said, listen, we have a responsibility. You know, things are tough right now. COVID's going on, blah, blah, blah. It's becoming winter. Da, 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 da. I said, we have a responsibility as parents to make sure that every interaction that we have with our son is beautiful, is fun, is in, is, is inviting, is, is exciting. You know, let's make Halloween even extra special. Let's make Thanksgiving extra special. Let's make Christmas extra special. Let's put aside the other things and really come together as a family to make this time special for him because he's the one that's hurting and struggling a lot. You know, he's missing his friends. He's not in school. He's got other things that are going on. He's growing. You know, he's stuck inside a lot, blah, 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 blah. Let's make it the best for him. So I, again, I invite you in your own homes. What are you doing? Are you guys all sitting around complaining and ah, are you sitting there? Hey, let's play cards. Hey, let's look at a photo album or hey, let's watch a funny movie or hey, let's play a game. 
You know, that's one thing I've been suggesting to people over and over again during COVID is like your family unit should be stronger. You should be having more fun, having more conversations. If you have young teenagers or 10 year olds or 11 years old, talk to them, talk to them, let them see both sides of a situation. Use this opportunity to open your own mind and say, Hey, listen, you know, I really believe in this, but for the sake of the exercise, for the sake of what Christopher says, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say, Hey, here's how we look at both sides of a situation. And here's, here's how you develop your value system, right? I could spend another show just talking about our values. And I've actually done this. I've actually, most of you guys don't know this. Um, bring me on. I need an outlet. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I was just going to wrap things up, Scott. Let me know if you really want to come on. If you really want to come on, I'll bring you on. Um, yeah, but again, I'm not talking about politics. I'm, I'm trying to keep this about um, how we can how we can be the bridge, you know, not the bridge burner. Um, what can you do in your own house? What can you do in your own life? Because if you're carrying this around this much anger and animosity and so much riding on whether you're right or wrong in this election or anything else, then how are you going to be if you're actually, if you don't get what you want, right? I'm going to say this out loud. I don't even want to say it, but I've had people speculating about a civil war. Really? A civil fucking war here in the United States of America. Is that what we're going to do? Is that what people are really at the point of that we can't have discussions and do things and talk? We're actually going to, we're actually going to potentially kill each other. Come on. That's not what, that's not what my legacy is about. Not in a fucking New York second. No, my legacy is about unity and love and bringing us together. We don't have to agree on everything. We don't have to sing Kumbaya, but if you're in a group of people respect, Hey, you're passionate about that. I can see that. I really love that. I am too. You know, maybe this isn't a subject we talk about and for God's sakes, I, I, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Cause I forgot that the, 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 um, debates are on right now. So I'm going to be really interested to see what my Facebook feed looks like afterwards. And my, my sincere hope, my sincere intention is that I see, Hey, I'm really glad my candidate did this, you know, positive stuff. Not like, Oh, that person was so stupid. And that person, so this and da da da. And that's why my guy's so great. And come on, what is that doing? Woohoo! You know, it's like the, it's like the sports people go, our team won again. We are, we won again. We won again. We won. I almost got into a serious fight at a bar one time. It was a playoff game. I can't remember Super Bowl or something like that. And these guys were jumping. This one guy was jumping up and down. He's like, look what we did. Look what we did. Look what we did. And he said, it must've said it like a fucking hundred times. I'm I get mad just thinking about it. Like a hundred times. Look what we did. Look what we did. And then they, somebody made a bad play. Like, oh man, that dude. And I'm like, oh, I thought you were, I thought you guys were doing it all. I'm like, I thought you were doing it all. Ooh, he was mad. I'm like, it was, we, we, we did it. Look what we did. Look what we did. Yeah. Right. That's another subject. Uh, <laughs> that's another subject. Um, what do we got? We got some other people in here. What's up, Angel? Good to see you. What's up, Joe Ingram? What's up, Joe Ingram in the house? Good to see you, Joe. Um, Larry says, bring Scott on. I'm trying to, I can't even see right now. Where's Scott at? What's up, Shane Schultz? Good to see you. Speaking of the heart podcast network. That's what the show is uh, brought to you by. Did you guys check out my new logo? Let's change the subject. Let's change the subject. Um, yeah, my new logo. It's badass. I love it. Um, what's going on, Joe? Let me see, Cindy, Robert, what's going on? Bring Scott on. He keeps saying that. I think Scott disappeared, hopefully. Oh, send me the link. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Actually, I'm starting to death, but uh, hang on one second. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh, shit. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure how to send you the link because I realize I'm already in the studio. 
Let me see if I uh, saved it for you, Scott, because I thought I was going to save it. Uh, oh, crap. I don't. Let's just. I'm going to try. Well, I'm going to try something. Don't go anywhere. This will be interesting. I don't know. Let's see if what happens. Am I back? I'm back. Look at that. All right, Scott. Um, bringing you on, buddy. You wanted to come on? Let me find you. Scott. Oh, Scott. What you got, Scott? This is unplanned. So, hey, what is going on? What's going on? All right. Ron unscripted. What's going on? Uh, in messenger from phone. Yeah, I can't do that. Uh, Pamela. My sister from another mister. I was watching people chase down a car in LA tonight, beating up the driver and destroying the car. Holy fuck. It was surreal. Thank, thank can't believe how far this has gone, except that there are people. So there are people that simply don't live by the rules that we are equal. And we should be creating our unit, be creating unity and not division. Yes, Pam, that's, that's heartbreaking. It really, and when I say heartbreaking, I am one of those empathetic people that really just, um, it just breaks my heart because I mean I love all people. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, what's, up? <laughs> what's that? I said, look at my new background. Ben did it. I'm Dude, it's, I, I told him I love it. I love the uh, the lines. I love the cleanliness. It's strong. It's impactful, and it's you. Like as soon as I see it, see I, what I was looking at. Is I looked at that, and I'm like, that actually represents your show. So now I was jealous. So I called him three seconds later. I'm like, bro, bro, bro. And he goes, I was already working on it. He goes, I was going to call you. So mine's in the work next. So I'm awesome. excited. Yeah, yeah, perfect, dude. Um, so I, I just kept thinking while you were talking that I just want to remind people something so simple. We're sitting here watching these debates with people that are supposedly representing our country. And I think we just got to come back to the simple reality that you are the hero. I mean, everybody who's listening right now, everybody in this family, everybody in this country has the ability to be the hero and continue to connect with other people. And we keep looking this way and just listening to people who are bullying or arguing. And at some point we've got to realize something very simple that just, you are the hero. I mean, it's, I don't know how many times we need to say that stuff, but I was watching that and I could feel my emotions and all the things that I teach people how to manage and I wasn't doing well. I was doing with like breathing methodologies. I was trying to put my leg behind my head and do yoga. <laughs> you can put your leg behind your head? No, that's what made it worse. I could get it to like here. I was like to here. So, yeah. Oh, man. So so how's everybody doing tonight? Is everybody good? Everybody's good. No, it's it's great. It's uh, It's been a great conversation. We got amazing people here tonight. Um, just trying to bring again, just the unity. We talked about the go left now challenge you know, and just in inspiring people to go say, Hey, listen, I know we don't agree on everything, but here's, here's a lot of things I respect and really admire and like about you. I mean, that's such a different yeah. perspective. And I think that's brilliant. You came up with that. So I talked about that earlier. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's just, it's just, that was my goal with the show tonight. Scott was just, just to help people understand that, you know, not to throw the baby out with the bathwater to be a part of the solution to have forgiveness and empathy and, and, and minds for what people are doing. And of course, a lot of people are going to take, you know, I shouldn't say a lot. People will take advantage of the situation like Pam was saying and doing stupid stuff like that. 
which breaks my heart, but at least for the crowd that we can influence that I can influence. Um, I just want to just impart to people that, you know, be a part of that solution, be look at people with empathy and understanding and, and try to seek first to understand, you know, me, dude, I always talk about that shit. So I've sure. spent the last 45 minutes, 55 minutes talking about that. And, um, uh, what, what are your, some of your thoughts on that? So here, here's something I think is super important. And I think what's happening is where people are getting their integrity challenged. So, you know, people are like getting outside of that concept of politics and everything. And, and I agree, we need to seek first to understand before being understood. I mean, Stephen Covey was right. We've said it a million times. I think we're getting stuck in a place where what we're doing is we don't even fully know ourselves. And so visualize this. I think what's happening is the veil is lifting. And we've talked about this on, you know, our shows and, you know, numerous times, but the veil is lifting and we're confronting our own shadows. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to say, point the finger and say, that person's wrong, that person's wrong, that person's wrong. So we're intentionally pretending we understand the other person so that we think that we're understood. Because the truth is, we don't know who we are right now as a collective. So go to ask that question right now. How do you seek to understand, you know, before being understood when you don't understand yourself? And so I think that's what's happening. So I would suggest to the world right now, instead of aligning to somebody who's going to defend you know you and saying i'm going to pick trump or i'm going to pick biden or whatever one thing you'll never see you or i do neither one of us ever align to anybody because we're aligning to our own principles our own integrity we're figuring out what's best for the world whenever asking like did it help my 401k does it make me better am i stronger we're saying what's best for all humanity Yes. And that goes to that extension of self. So my challenge to the world would be to do a few things. First and foremost, I would take a look at yourself and ask, do you really know who you are? Do you really know who you are today? And then I would actually do the second thing, which is the goal of now challenge. As a part of finding out who you are, connect to the beauty in others. Because when you can see the beauty in others, you can see the beauty in yourself. So, you know, find that person. You're a good coach. You're a good dad. You're a good human being. You are always a good listener when I needed you, but how do you support that person? Maybe that person is struggling by aligning to somebody else because they don't know who they are. So you can help them learn who they are through this challenge. So listen to the power of what we're offering you. If you remind them they're a good listener, a good coach, a good family person, a good hard worker, maybe they start to remember who they are and they don't need alignment to a political party and they can become their own hero. Once we're on our own heroes, all that crap up there disappears. So my challenge to you is get a little closer to yourself, get a little closer to your neighbor, not in a weird way, and uh, make sure that you guys do the Good Goal of Now Challenge because uh, Chris and I think there's a lot of power in that. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I, I don't know if you heard it, but I said I've, I picked about five people um, to, to actually address that to. I've just been trying to figure out how I'm going to approach it and say it so that the, the person doesn't come like, you know, come off, come off a little bit different because some of the people that I picked are pretty uh pretty interesting people um, yeah i've got a few more i've done two i i had this vision i was going to do like 50. i've done two because i don't want to do them wrong either i want to make sure yeah. i'm listing the right things and it doesn't sound like well what do you mean by that exactly it's hard and that's why we got to do it mm -hmm. that's why i love it that's why i love it what other comments we got going on here my two heroes this was not this was not uh planned by any means but thank you coming on for coming on dude um always love talking with you uh, Shane, what's up? We need less division and more unity. Absolutely. That's what we've been preaching. That's what I've been preaching. Um, 
whoops uh let's see what else i'm gonna have to get my contacts fixed where i can see up close and uh and it's easy uh, i'm right everyone else is wrong i like that one <laughs> this is so uplifting especially compared to the insanity that was called a debate it was embarrassing i, I have no idea i have no idea i will probably go watch it to give myself a fair shake that's why this side of my head no it's this side is the the dent in it. i have the i was laying on the couch that way so that's why i have the dent from watching the debate sideways but i got up a lot i jumped up a lot yeah, good. Joe Ingram says it's easy. I'm right and everyone else is wrong. I know you're kidding. I know you're kidding, Joe. But again, I mean, passionate beliefs and everything are good. Um, Gabriel says, Hello everyone. Love Christopher Roush's content conversations add so much value. Thank you. Appreciate that, man. What's up, Gabriel? Um uh let's see. Made me chuckle. Da, da, da. Sexy as always, right? What? Thanks, Robert. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that you got. I don't have to take it, you know, I'll yeah. take it. Tom says ego is either destructive or creative. What is your ego's edge? Yes. Yes. I'm um, that. I was talking to somebody about that today. I'm like, you know, they're, this person's going through a lot of problems. And I said, you know, it, it sounds like they're coming, their ego is distorted. Their ego, their sense of self is really distorted because we often build our ego up to be something that doesn't really, really represent us, but it protects us. Um, blessed to be here. Of course. Of course. Um, yeah, of course. No, thank you. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was, that was pretty much all I had to tonight. Let's see. Joe's always sexy. Joe's always uh, joking around. Say something serious, Joe. Say something about my bandana. No, I'm just fucking with you. Um, yeah, but no, Joe has a tendency to come on and be always funny, but come on say something serious. I dare you. That's like asking a comedian to make a joke. That's the worst thing. I, I used to do stand-up comedy, and as soon as like people found out, they go, tell me a joke. You can't tell it. You can't just tell a joke. You're funny or you're not. You can't tell a joke on command. You can't make I Joe can. say a smart thing on command. He's, it's hard. Knock, knock. Uh, I can't play, dude. I can't. I'll do it. Who's there? Mickey Mouse's underwear. See, you laughed. Ah, I'm I easy, win. dude. I, win. I just Get got off of that funny. debate. Everything's funny right now. Edging, edging God out. Yep. Absolutely. No, it is true. I mean, I, I self-admit I've had problems with my ego all throughout my life. And it wasn't until the point where I dropped the ego and was just like, I'm just going to be me warts and all raw and unscripted. I'm just going to be me. It's been the best thing. Of course we still have egos, but my ego is a lot different than it used to be. And it, it doesn't impact other people negatively as much as it used to either. Um, but, uh, other thoughts, Mr. Scott, before I, uh, close out the show, yeah, I'll just throw one thing on uh, what Joe just said. You know, the edging God out, whether you call it God, source, creator, whatever. Um, even the beginning of the love model for Go Love Now, it's listening to your intuitive self. So that's connecting to source. And there's a reason that's the first step in loving because you've got to get out of your mind to get into your heart and get connected to source. So all in agreement. Awesome point. Appreciate that. And um, thanks for letting me jump on with you guys, Chris. Love it. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, an hour. Yes. Um, let's see. Ellie says, uh, I have some great news to tell you. I love great news. Tell me. Uh, I'm not going to post that one. That one's a uh, load of dagger of humor. Under pressure. Uh, you too sexy. <laughs> You're too sexy for this chat. Too sexy for this chat. Don't even get me started. Joe actually does say the issue at hand is that people have identified themselves to something other than themselves that causes your intuition to shut off. It's a recipe for pain. Yes. Great point. Great point. 
Um, so final thoughts. Um, I don't know what else I can really say. All I can say is that we have to look within. We have to look within for what we're doing. We have to look within for how we're reacting. We have to look within to seek first to understand and to be respectful from other people's opinions and not to lash out at them and call them names or be, be childlike about it. I mean, there's, there's different perspectives about everything. And so I just invite you guys again, like Scott was just saying, I've said it a million times, seek first to understand, treat people with respect, try to find out what's going on in their heart and really look inside yourself. The biggest thing I want you to do is look inside yourself. If you love yourself and you're happy with your life, then the things projecting out should be happy and loving. You know, it's good to have a strong opinion. It's good to have a firm foundation. I'm not saying that whatsoever. It's good to have strong convictions and beliefs and things you're going to fight for. I'm all about that. I'm just about what is the approach? What is the approach that you're taking? You know, and again, going back to throwing the baby out with the bathwater. When you look at your neighbors, if your neighbors are struggling, if your neighbors are struggling and they have a sign on their lawn that's different from the person that you pick, are you not going to help them? You know, come on. Let's, let's look past that. Let's try to make this an opportunity for us to learn and grow and really come out of this whole situation, this whole situation of 2020, stronger, more confident, more caring, more empathetic, more loving, more solution oriented, more accepting of responsibility from inside. That's what we're supposed to be learning right now. If I can say anything else to impart that upon you, I would love to. But anyways, I'm going to stop talking because I'm kind of tired and I really have no idea what I said all tonight because again, it was raw and unscripted and I appreciate Scott coming on and, and sharing his thoughts. Um, you know, if you guys have strong opinions or if you want to come on the show and have a conversation, um, I'm happy to do that. If you want a private conversation, if something you, if it's something I said tonight, you don't agree with, I would love to have the conversation. Let's jump on a FaceTime. Let's have the conversation. Let's not have it over posts and, and comments and that stuff. Let's actually have real conversations, get to know one another. We have the technology. There's no fucking reason why we don't. So, all right. Um, thank you, Angel. You are amazing. You guys are all amazing. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, you guys are awesome. Ron and scripted with Christopher Roush every Tuesday night. Um, go out there, be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. I seriously, I love you guys. No matter what side of the aisle on, no matter what you believe in, no matter what you look like, I love you guys. I really, truly appreciate you guys being here. Share this shit. If you think it's impactful, if you think it's moved the needle a little bit in your mind, or if you think somebody else could hear this, please share this. We need more of this, especially in this time in our lives right now. My biggest goal, my biggest, my biggest request to, to God, universe creator right now is please, please let me leave a world that's really good for my son and not one that he has to fix, right? Think about our kids, all right? I love you guys. Thank you for being here.